Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Stream of Thought. We are here for episode number 129. We start things off talking about some technical difficulties that we experienced while trying to get this recording underway. Then we transition a little bit into weather, cold weather, hot weather, and how to stay comfortable. Well, we've got a heat wave in California and a polar vortex coming down in Chicago. So that's entertaining. But what makes your skin stay soft? In the hot and cold weather, Victor and I spend plenty of time talking a little bit about personal habits that we have. And as it transitions to that, we wonder about the personal self-care, not only that Victor and I try to do, but also the people around us and what they end up doing. And so, it's an enjoyable and crazy episode of Stream of Thought this week. And at episode number 129, as always, we hope you enjoy. About fucking time. Oh my gosh. What the hell was that all about? The fucking story of my life. That's what it's about. <laughs> what the hell? So I realized, I realized this. Now, when I opened up, uh, when I opened up Facebook, red flag number one, there wasn't a green dot next to your name. I thought you just weren't at the office or you just weren't online yet. And then you said you were waiting. And so I opened it up and of course that's fucked up. So I restart my computer and Facebook is still fucked up. And then we come onto Zoom and, oh, and I realized too, I think it was, on Zoom or Facebook, remember when you said, I can see myself, but I can't see you? Yeah, right. So I could see myself, but then there was like a white bar on the bottom quarter of the screen. And my first thought was, shit, do I need to back up my computer ASAP? And is this computer about to die? Bro. And then, and then now we're on Zoom and I realized, because I, before I signed on, it, it says... You know, you can test your speaker, test the microphone. Sure, hit it, everything works. And then I realized, for some reason, when it opened up, by default, it was muted. And then I saw, I was looking for the microphone icon, but there was no microphone icon. There was just an icon with headphones, so I kind of overlooked that, that in the corner. And then I saw it says, join audio. So I click it, now I see the microphone, now I see the green bar moving up and down, so... Yeah, what the fuck? Bro, oh my, oh my god. So, I mean, that's the sort of stuff that I've had to help my mom with, with all of her various meetings on different platforms. But I'll tell you, too, one of the most stressful things and part of the reason why I'm doing the, the uh, Tuesday church service stuff at the office as opposed to in the studio now as opposed to doing it at home. And it was the same issue that I was having with you trying to freaking log on to this call is that I check because I always have the uh, the bar like the, the bookmark tab to test your Wi-Fi connection. So all you got to do is click that and it'll tell you how fast it's going. And it's like typical speeds are like 20 MBS per second or something like that. And mine is down, the home Wi-Fi is down to about one or two, between one and two. And then afterwards it gives you an assessment of uh, very slow, slow, average, fast, very fast. And of course, it's saying very slow. You should be able to browse web pages, but video conferences may not work very well or may drop out or something like that. I was like, oh, are you kidding me right now? So 
my natural default, and that's actually what I'm doing right now. We're going to see how this works. But on your iPhone, and it depends on how much data you have from your plan, that you can turn your phone into a Wi-Fi hotspot. So you can basically turn it into a personalized router, which is what I do in certain instances where I just am freaking out about the uh, instability of the Wi-Fi connection. And so I'm trying to do that flip back between the the house Wi-Fi. Maybe it gets better because it, it fluctuates over the day. And I'm like, I'm just going to be safe and, and go with that. But then you're trying to call me at the same time that I'm switching it over. Just like, oh, God, is this messing things up even more? But the fact that we couldn't get right. on Facebook chat, it was just, oh, God. But, yeah, bro. Is your internet, it, for one, for whatever reason, why? Do you guys have a lot of electronic devices or it's just uh, it's just one of those days where it's real shitty? My, my parents have literally, I think, probably the worst Wi-Fi internet service that I have literally ever experienced i have never been to a place where i link up to wi-fi hell neil's wi-fi is better than the wi-fi at our home <laughs> and of course you have four people in the house who are using various uh internet connections my both my brother and my dad do online gaming so that can take up some oh, bandwidth yeah for That'll... sure but yep never before has it been above average the internet that we have has never been above average in the decades long that they've had the the service and so it's it's always been that bane and right now with my mom having to do Just all the these bare meetings, bones of what you have I, and i yeah. don't know how they found this because they're paying up the wazoo for a service that is i mean like victor in chicago and then brooks in, in minneapolis pay much less for their internet but their internet is like high grade so i'm like how how is it that my parents managed to find the worst internet service uh, where I've got friends who are paying less and getting 20 times more. And so even when I turn my phone on to a personal Wi-Fi hotspot, it's 10 times faster already. Immediately 10 times faster. Yeah. Who's the provider? Who's the internet provider? Uh, it is AT&T, I believe. Oh, really? Is it AT&T? I have AT&T. I think it's AT&T. I have the lowest, whatever the... The I mean, because it's just a little studio apartment and it's only me, so I have like, the lowest of just basic internet. I think it's called Basic 5 or something dumb like that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It could be Comcast, too, but yeah. Okay, that would explain a lot. I, well, <laughs> that's the thing, though. My mom, my mom has a, a business account uh, at the office with Comcast. Never before has there been an issue. It's always top-of-the-line internet connection, and it's just like, really, what the fuck? What is going on here? Comcast. I have not heard that name in a long it's time. Got... I can't remember. Is Comcast super popular in the Midwest or the Chicagoland area? Or Yeah. Com no. Comcast, I think, is the major service provider. I think AT&T is, like, kind of second. Actually, isn't AT&T and Comcast kind of linked together? I have, I have no idea either, but I think that there's a connection. So, yeah, Comcast is, like, front, front most for um, people who end up using it because I don't think they have a choice otherwise. It reminds me of um, the computer company Compaq. You remember Compaq? Compaq, no. One of those. It's one of those computer companies that I don't think they're around anymore. But I don't think one so of um, it was. It was one of those. I was just thinking of that because the other day I was thinking of things that were around, you know, in the '90s or early 2000s, and now these companies have gone bankrupt or defunct or whatever the case is. Because when I was at work, one of my coworkers was saying, like, 
oh, hey, you know, this building back in the day, it used to be a circuit city. And I was like, whoa, Circuit City. Circuit I city, have man. not heard that name in years. Seriously. And I remember going back to Compaq. This is even 10 years ago. Like in 2010, I'm at my friend's house. And I think my he his dad left or something. And he was saying like, yeah, my dad, my dad used to work for Compaq like 20 years ago. He still wears the jacket. The compact jacket. No kidding. I don't think I've ever seen. And my friends, I remember, I remember when computers were starting to become a thing where you can go online and play games and and all, um, where you would buy the computer game instead of going online to play the game. But that you know that two thousand two thousand one, the beginning of the new century slash era with technology. Oh, yeah. My friends had a compact computer, but I I like thinking of things that were once upon a time in existence and now are either, you know, virtually extinct or non-existent. I don't think I ever mentioned this, but my father actually worked for a telecom company many, many decades ago uh, to dig ditches to put the poles in the to create mm-hmm. the Wi-Fi thing. And so, yeah, it was not the Wi-Fi, but the, the tele- telephone poles or whatever right. to put, put those right. in. I was like, oh, yeah. That's... I got gotcha. um, But, yeah, I would, say, I would say with your computer, bro... I and I told you my 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 old little friend here ended up passing out right uh, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um, definitely make sure that you have your hard drive backed up because right now still can't access it and most of it's saved up to my external hard drive. But I really regret not backing up the most recent files, which include some of the edits for the the stream of thought and mm-hmm. police to priest or whatever. Uh, but I finally ordered my new laptop. Really? I did. I, I went in, I uh, spent about $800 on a, okay. on a gaming laptop that right. uh, my dad actually got. So I basically got, it's a very similar model or whatever, but I had a chance to like mm-hmm. look at it, play with it a little bit, see how it felt and all that. Like, nice. And then the reviews were all like super high processing stuff. I'm not a gamer, but this works great, all that. So I'm like, okay, well, I tend to procrastinate on that sort of stuff and finally figured okay i'm just gonna bite the bullet spend spend this hope hopefully it lasts the eight years that that my old little little machine lasted but so you got it you got it on amazon or something uh through hp it's an hp computer um i have an hp computer yeah oh you do yeah laptop it's the one that i yeah i have an hp laptop it's like 700 bucks i think I got. I just got it on Amazon because it's the computer that I use to practice trading. Because the program is, it was. It's built for Windows. It can be used on a Mac, but my computer is super old, and I don't trust it with uh, things that are particularly time sensitive to the fraction of a second. But also because if you have any issues. They don't offer troubleshooting assistance on Macs. It's only and this is for stock market uh, trading. Yes, like a it's a it's like a test account or something or it's a simulation simulation it's a, it's account. A fake account, yeah. It's a simulation that is that mimics the market. So what you see on the simulation is real, right. and it's in real time. It is in real time and everything. It's just to give you fake. yeah to give you like a tutorial or a. a you know. To give me some practice, so I don't, <laughs> so I don't uh, lose 
money not knowing what I'm yeah, doing. Yeah, you and your... To you, build, some, build some consistency. You and your Bitcoins. Do you still have those, by the way? Your Bitcoin? No, no, I sold that a while ago. You did? That was what, a long time what ago. What was the profit you made? Was it uh, substantial? Uh, I don't remember. It wasn't that much. But you didn't lose money, basically. Like, no, I didn't lose money. Yeah. It was like $300. I don't know. I didn't sell when I should have, but I still, I didn't lose money, so whatever. I mean, this whole thing is a learning, there's a huge learning curve, so whatever. I, as long as you don't lose, you know? What, isn't that, yeah. isn't that like, uh, isn't that a little like gambling? As long as you just come out even, break even? You or know what, I, I, uh, it, I mean, yes and no, because, well, I should ask you this. What is your personal definition of gambling? It's, uh, well, I mean, gambling is anything that is, has an uncertain outcome and that you are kind of just predicting what you think is going to happen and investing, uh, whether time, resources, capital, etc., with the potential that you could lose it all or make 400 times what you had put in. So it's the uncertainty factor is what gambling basically is. Gambling problem is that you get off on that and you get super excited <laughs> about going through the like the you're on the edge of your seat like oh my god I put my yeah. whole life savings into this is this gonna yeah. work kind of thing you become um, you become emotional exactly yeah you lose control over the situation because I know plenty of people I mean working in the stock market even even sports gamblers there are people who I mean it's gambling but they're not compulsive gamblers because they don't let emotion get in the way so yeah I mean as and long that's as where and and. I agree and I disagree because my personal definition of gambling uh-huh. is just throwing shit against the wall and see what sticks without any thought as to your actions. That's fair. Yeah. For example, and you know, roulette. In my opinion, roulette is gambling because you have no control over it. It's just the little ball spinning, and it's just by chance. Maybe you win, maybe you lose. Mm-hmm. But if you were to, you know, Texas Hold'em or poker, whatever form of poker, is seen as gambling, and it, it can become, in my opinion, it, be, it can become gambling when you become emotional or you don't know what your, your actions are are undirected they're just you're just doing whatever to just go through the motions whereas you have people that can win millions of dollars by being methodical and patient and reading other players and so there's skill behind it and so in my personal opinion if there is skill behind something it's not gambling it's more risk assessment and so what you're trying to do is for trading for example is enter at the lowest possible risk can you lose absolutely but i don't see it as gambling until you become um irrational yeah and there's that statistical analysis too that you gotta if there's a 90 percent chance that you're gonna win i mean that's a pretty darn good chance and probably Mm -hmm. not as much of a gamble quote unquote as it would be say uh, flipping a coin and saying, okay, if it lands on heads, you know, there's 50% it could go one way, 50% it could go downhill, um, and I'll just, I'll take the risk kind of thing. I mean, people do that, and they make bank uh, when they succeed, but other times it just ends yeah. up in catastrophe. And the problem is, and the only issue when it comes to even, like, stock market stuff, is that when you start to fall behind and you realize, oh, I put in, I, I, I haven't... Um, 
sort of capped the resources that I'm going to put into something like that. So you're like, oh shit. So I put in $2,000 into the stock. It all, it ended up going bankrupt two weeks later. So I've lost $2,000 now that I want to make up. And so I'm going to try and look for a quick fix or at least a fix to like get back to there as opposed to just acknowledging, okay, time to start over, start from zero. I'm not going to look at it as being 2000 down. Uh, just, you know, base it off of facts and information. And that's the biggest thing, knowing when to walk Bro. away. Knowing when to walk away and start a new day because, let me tell you, I'm real happy I'm in the simulator right now. <laughs> I can imagine. You know, that's how I started my whole gambling addiction, right? It was, it was, a, it was a site. It was a site back. Stocks? Um, it was like about. I thought it was yeah, sports, it was sports gambling, gambling, It was right? sports gambling, but or it sports? started off, um, it was like late in college, I believe, when I came across a site called Scent Sports where you didn't have to put anything. It was it was much like the mm-hmm. stock market thing, where you got, I think it was like you got 10 cents. And in theory, it, you could turn that 10 cents into $10,000, and the this company would pay it out. But they anticipated that that was not going to happen. And so basically they just kept giving you free cents, maybe a quarter every once in a while, and just give you the opportunity to do it. But then there were all the ads there, like, oh, want to gamble for real money or stuff like that. So yeah, there's it, that it, it's it's like a gateway drug almost it, for me anyway. It was it was totally a gateway <laughs> drug because I was like, oh, I because yeah. I turned I think I turned um, ten cents into like ten dollars uh, over the course of a couple of weeks, but it was all very methodical. I was just learning about sports stuff like that, and um, yeah. then I transitioned to real money. It's like, oh well, if I could turn ten cents into ten dollars, I could turn ten dollars into a thousand dollars. So let me try that. Yeah, um, obviously it never works that way. Portion, portion control. Portion control. Absolutely. You know, you got to have your portion control. Yeah, when I'm trading, it's funny because um, when, I'm, when I'm trading and you have a winning trade, it's great. And you're like, hey, let me do this again. And then you lose and it's like, oh, maybe you, maybe you lose on a trade, but you're still up for the day. But you want to get back to mm-hmm. where you were. And then you lose again, and then maybe you hold it, and then it's going down, down, and then maybe you buy more, hoping it'll go up to, to double down. And it's just a fucking rabbit Bro, hole of man, disaster. I know. <laughs> you just need to be patient, know when to walk away, and just go for base hits as a. You know what's to interesting uh, about your personality, and this is something that I've, uh, I I see the comparison between someone like yourself, the personality like yourself and those who are compulsive gambling addicts. And I have seen over the course of your life and the time that I've known you that you'll just do things, uh, you know, abstain from alcohol, stop, you know, eating something or another or whatever, just because you want to know if you can. And every single time you've able to maintain that self-control to get through that period. And it's always so fascinating to me is that that control element of just saying i'm gonna exercise every day i'm not going to eat meat i'm going to abstain from alcohol for six months or a year or whatever it is not smoke weed for two years which i couldn't believe i did but you did it and you like when when you (laughs) set your mind to something it is it is just yeah that's one of those admirable uh qualities that i find about you where you do have that self-control so it's like that is the opposite of what addictive personalities are. They, is that there's a lack of uh, control and self-discipline that you just like to test yourself with, which is awesome. 
I was just about to say, it's interesting that you said that because I've definitely had experience where I, saw, where I think to myself, oh, now I understand how people can become addicted to things because I've definitely, and everybody has experienced addictive behavior, but it's a matter of self-control. For example, after I like didn't smoke weed for two years or didn't drink alcohol for six months, I told myself, hey, now that I've established this control, I'm only going to have, you know, two drinks at the bar or I'm only uh-huh, going to smoke right. weed in the evening. And real fucking quick, you're back to where you were before you started the whole uh, thing where you want to test yourself and you're smoking weed every day. And then you have a, you know, you go out to the bar and you have a hangover and it's, and it's a matter of, like we said, <laughs> portion control. But, um, but yeah, man, it's pretty. Life's, life's a, trip, a trip, man. <laughs> and it's it's great. It's great That's when you're in the driver's funny. seat and not the passenger's uh, seat when it comes to those sort of things. But what's crazy is when I'm trading because you can do things like you know you put a put a stop so that if it drops five or ten cents per share, then it automatically sells so that you're not losing money. But what I've done is definitely I've had those experiences where. And I've learned, you know, and it's the whole market is driven by two things, greed and fear. Every action is dictated yeah, by buddy. greed and fear. yeah, you know fear. the world. I'm going to hold on. I'm going to hold on just a little bit longer. Hold on just a little bit longer. No, 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 it'll come back. It'll come back. Or selling too soon. You get afraid and you sell too soon and you miss out on, you know, a 20 cent gain or something along those lines. Um, but you, you, you slowly, at least my experience trading, learning to trade, you, you start to learn a little bit about yourself. For example, when I'm trading and I'm losing and then it's like, why did I do that? That was so dumb. I was up. I should have just walked away. Tomorrow's a new day. And you go back to realize it's all about just base hits, just taking little bites. And every once in a while... You'll hit a home run, but just go for the base hits. Bro, you just are, you are speaking hits. my language right now. That is literally the topic of conversation basically at any GA meeting. Where <laughs> it's like, I mean, you know, and that's the whole thing is a day at a time. Like, don't try it. Don't try to be a superhero because that's what got you into your predicament in the first place. Just take it a day at a time, a base at a time. Like, you'll get those wins if you're just a little more safe about what you do. And I've, and I've um, realized too, I was thinking about this earlier because I, when I follow Instagram, you see posts about people who've become extremely successful that are uh, middle, middle age or elderly. You like how, I can't remember his name, but, oh, Colonel <laughs> Sanders, I guess. Colonel <laughs> <dude>. Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't, he didn't, create kfc until he was maybe 60 or 62 years oh, old i did, I did not old. see that coming i did not see that that comparison and and sam sam walton was 40 or in his early 40s when he started walmart but what i'm getting as at is we're you know right. in our early 30s and, and even if we don't have experience in anything if there is something that we want to try or do and just be patient and give yourself 10 years to do whatever that is. Imagine what you can do and what you can learn if you just, instead of telling yourself you want it now, 
I have to remind myself, Victor, you've only been in LA for a right. year and a half. Just chill out. Everything is gonna be just and it will fine. absolutely. You know, yeah. And I, I think too. Yeah. Um, what is it? When? <laughs> oh God, there, there's um. I have a philosophy, I guess, that I've built up over my my whole life experience that I will never pay somebody for advice that involves trying to make money because the thing that I learned in gambling, anyway, is that the people who are selling you information to make money need money themselves. So if if they were as successful as they were, they wouldn't need to charge for it. They could give it away for free or do something, you know, alternative Oh, like one of those, like, like learn to do what I do. And totally, sign up yeah. For my that's that's exactly like that, the philosophy that I have. That I'll never pay somebody for something because all this information is available on the web. We can know anything, and if we have the mental capacity, we can always get to that point where we are just as knowledgeable as these people who want to sell us something for four hundred dollars a week or something. Crazy advice of work from home, make millions. You just have to pay me, you know. $2,000, so, <laughs> and, and I'll make you rich. It's interesting that you say that because I did, the, I found out about trading on a YouTube video. I was just watching a video or something, and the person who made the video had a website, and so I go to the website, and I watched a, um, a like, a free webinar that was about two hours long, and... I immediately became hooked. I was I told myself this is it. This is my golden ticket. This is my golden ticket out of the rat race. And I did pay for online courses. No, nope, no, I'm listening. Get, no, listen though. That yeah. was listen though. That was 2 months ago and I've learned a shit ton and I have day after day just gotten a little bit better, a little bit better, just a little bit better, just a little bit better. And it's interesting again that you say that because that's what I thought, right? right? That's what I initially thought, what you okay. had just said. But but I get it now. I get it. I and it's difficult to put into words, but I I get it now why people do that because for example, the the uh, platform that I use, there's a whole inter on the website. There's all these. Uh, this is the most professional website I've ever seen in my entire life, by the way. Really? Which I'll wow. have to show you sometime. Because with that, not only did I get access to the online classes and slides, but when you're trading, the dude, um, he streams uh, himself while he's trading. Now, you can't exactly mimic what he's doing because things Real are time. happening yeah. so fast that if you try, I mean, you sometimes can, but you, you can't. And his whole thing is, I don't want you to copy what I'm doing. I want to show you everything that I, I want to share with you my knowledge, and I want you to be able to do it on your own. For a price. For there's a price. like a chat room. There's, yeah, there's, yeah, yeah. That, I mean, of course. But the thing is, too, this is what I've learned. For a price, yes. But this dude he he doesn't he doesn't need the money i and i think to myself how much it must cost just to run the website and to have a staff of people for support or tech or whatever oh, totally. you know 
And so, with that, and someday I'll tell you how much I paid once I start making a ton of money. And I, I'll say this too. No, I'll say this too. Never have I felt so in tune with this. You know, like I feel, I feel in tune. Like this totally. is my thing. Whereas, whereas the whole thing that I did a few years ago with insurance, I didn't give a shit about any of that. I just wanted right. money. You know, I just wanted, I just wanted money and it wasn't me. I would, I, I could feel I was trying to be somebody that totally. I wasn't, but with this, i I know immediately this is my thing. Like, I really like this and there is no other alternative but to become successful, which is why I was okay paying the amount that I did because I knew it wasn't going to be. A quick buck. I knew it was going to be a process, but I I felt inside that it would be something that would pay off for totally ever, and it's very exciting. And once and once I surpass the learning curve, I would love to show you what I'm doing just just so you have you just so you have insight on what it is that uh, that I do and why I like it so much. Not necessarily be like, oh, you should do this too, you know. Um, not anything like that, but oh man, I've never been so excited about something before, and I've never felt and I've never felt like I again just um, in in tune and on the same. I don't know. I no totally. To and and I I do not but... want to discount that there are great, especially when it comes to the stock market. You can pay stuff to people who actually care about teaching other people and just want to make people's lives better. They have mm -hmm. information and insight that I'm sure you're not just picking up from that site, but from your own personal experiences. So you're like kind of learning new, new and different things that mm -hmm. you weren't even taught, but now your mind is kind of open and oriented in that way because you've been taught in a, in a good way. Right. And then the thing is too, it's like, Oh, so you, it's like, Oh, so this is the amount I pay so that I don't, and it's all how you look at it. It's I'm paying an X amount of dollars so that I don't have to waste 10 years of my time learning the things that, that he's teaching Especially me right now. Because this dude, this dude lost 70% of his money the first year he tried trading. And it took him, I think, just trial and error, trial and error. I think he said 10 years. I think he said it took him 10 years where he finally realized, okay, this is my formula after losing thousands of dollars and all the time and energy put into things. I found that these, this criteria is what works. And so I'm paying an X amount of dollars so I don't have to experience what he experienced or spend the time. Right. It's, it's kind of like an online course almost where it's, you, you have the ability yeah. to like get, are you, are you sweaty right now? You're like, uh. Dude, it's warm out here, bro. Yeah. Okay, so I don't understand why, but when I get home in the evening, it's nice and cool, and then my apartment is burning, and I have the window open, I have the fan on, the furnace is completely turned off, and for some reason, well, it's not just my room, but the building. When you open the door and you walk in the building, it feels 10 <laughs> degrees warmer, and so sometimes what I do is I open the door, the, the door to the building, and I... And I put a chair in there to let some air in, but I don't know why. There's it's like no circulation. It's what you get for living in California, man. 
Yeah. Well, I usually will have the... I have an AC unit, and sometimes I'll have the AC running, and sometimes I'll just have a fan to blow in the air from outside. But if I have it well, on, bro, it makes now that summer's coming, like, what's the what's the uh, AC bill gonna look like? I mean, I don't. There's there isn't gonna be an AC bill because my uh, rent. Oh, it does. It's a, it's a static level. Wow, yeah. good for you, dude. We're so yeah. So, so I don't have to pay electricity or water or heat or uh, anything except just wow. Rent. That's awesome. Um, yeah, we're we're about to get yeah. another polar vortex in fucking mid May. Coming down to Chicago. No, get out of here, bro. It's go- the high is going to be thirty-two degrees. When? Uh, I think Saturday is when it hits. Wow, I that sucks. <laughs> well, I feel like the last the last several years it's been colder in April. Like I feel like when we were growing up, by April it's warm every day and it rains. I don't ever remember it being. 35 degrees in April when we were in high school no, or never. middle school. I thought yeah, it was always warm. I mean, things were definitely much more stable when it came to temperatures and expecting this. I mean, we could be looking at snow in fucking mid-May, which is just, it blows my mind. I, I can't comprehend that. that but hey, man, dumb. I would rather, I would rather uh, suit up in another pair of winter attire than have to deal with you, like, blowing your shirt on yourself to <laughs> try and <laughs> cool down. I don't even care. I know you don't care. It's, I, I'll be honest, sometimes I get so warm, I'm just walking around naked in my apartment. I did not need to know that. No one needed to know that. <laughs> we <can laughs> no, we're, that ke- we're definitely keeping that in. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what the trick is? Uh, is the gold bomb medicated <laughs> keeps you cool and dry and refreshed and you put it in all the places that you get real sweaty and it's a fucking lifesaver bro to blow up my speakers right now <laughs> just... it is a lifesaver oh victor man we got we gotta get we gotta set up a sponsorship opportunity with gold we we talked about this we talked about this once before because i remember in a podcast episode i say you you have to apply liberally just i think throw it all on there be gen be generous with the serving size that you give your twig and berries Not that I have a twig, I just said that because I remember that line from Austin Powers. Um, I do have to say, though, personal care, especially as we're getting older, going into our early transitioning into our mid-30s at some point in the next couple of years, in the past, like, two, maybe three years, yeah, two years, uh, started moisturizing my face. Okay. And I'd never done that before, and I'd never realized um, not only how good, like, my skin felt after doing that, but also reducing the amount of like aging that's going on in my own personal <laughs> physical body right now yeah. which has been wonderful did you all did, i mean i'm assuming you do moisturize yeah of course how long how long how long how long have you done that for uh i don't know like at least maybe four or five years i have no idea shit how? Why? I mean, I know you always like to look pretty. But... 
Well, actually, it started in winter because my skin would get so dry. Oh, and so that's why I would moisturize, and I would moisturize uh, everything, not my crotch or butt, but like I would get the legs. No joke, dude. I'd get those are actually the only two spots that I wouldn't moisturize, but. <laughs> Because um, I do the legs and feet and arms and face and back and chest, yeah. Because you know, anybody who lives in the Midwest or East Coast knows how dry your skin will get in the winter and just how uncomfortable it is. And so that's what I did. And then I continued doing it because it became a habit. I just did it. But then I also figured, you know, well, may as well keep moisturizing, especially, you know, you go out in the sun and... You put on sunscreen, but sometimes you don't need sunscreen, but you're out a little bit longer than you anticipated, so your skin might get a little bit burned. So I do it just as a preventative measure. Yeah, and that so and the weirdest thing too, it, I think it was two years ago or whatever when I got ordained, and uh, I'd gotten a piece of advice that I never actually thought about. It's like. Yeah, no, after you take a shower, after you wash your face or whatever, and your skin is kind of moist and able to absorb mm-hmm. the the moisturizer, that's when you put it on, yeah. and it you know, works great. And I'm like, oh, wow, I never thought about that before. Mm-hmm. But now I do that. It's like a daily regimen, yeah. and I don't even think about it. It's just like brushing my teeth. Yeah. It's just something I do yep. when I wash my face or take a shower. Absolutely. moisturizer on afterwards, do the thing, which is so weird. I mean, I feel so... I feel so old even having to say that, mm-hmm. um, considering I, I guess I always had that uh, perspective that I'd stay eternally young. But, yeah, that's so interesting because I only do my face. I mean, obviously my hands afterwards, but... It depends on the day. when it's Because uh, if it's really humid, when you, start, when, you're, when you start to perspire a little bit, you can the moisturizer will feel a little bit slimy. Not necessarily on your arms, but in places where there's heat. Like if you're sitting, like right now, I had to take a napkin and like wipe the back of my knee because it was feeling slimy from moisturizer and because it's warm outside. Oh, right. So if it's so, so I don't do it every day when it's warm out. At the very least, I'll just do my I'll do my shoulders down my arms. I won't do the rest of the body. I'll just do the you know face and shoulders down to the arms. Um, but yeah, man, you gotta, it now is the time because this is a good transition because I don't want to be 60 and look like I'm 80, you know, bro. I, uh, yeah, that, there's that's a guy, probably my big spirit. there's a guy that I work with and he told me his age and I'm like, bro, you're the same age as my parents and they look 30 years younger than you. And mm-hmm. it's. I don't know. I don't know what his situation was, but he's the type of guy where his gut is hanging out, his belt is off to the side. Sometimes he's walking around and his fly is. Sometimes he's walking around and his fly is open, you know. And he's got, you know, missing teeth and. Oh shit! Super friendly guy. Yeah. Real hardworking, nicest guy. One of the nicest people I've ever met. Really very friendly. But physically, I'm just... But that is the result of, you know, 50 years of a habit or 40 years of a habit. Because once right. because once you start aging, once you become, you know, I don't know, between 30 and 40, 
that shit starts accelerating. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and, a, yeah. and everybody is different. You could look 25 and be 25 one year, and then the next year or two, you're 26, 27, <laughs> and you look like you're, you know, you're a grandmother, you're 45 or 50. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, it, yeah, that is that is so crazy to think about. And you got these people who just are so timeless, and obviously they have better stuff. So, and part of the reason why I can't do the full body stuff is that, like, this is my, like, I ended up buy, buying this uh-huh. moisturizer. Got it. Um, just a small bottle. Yeah. Can put over my face and stuff like that. Not a full body lotion or yeah. anything like that, but yeah, it's still, it feel it feels good to even, like, reduce or, you know, whatever some of the, some of the, wrinkles mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm seeing some stuff form and the thing that that really bothers me though and i don't know how to deal with this is that with with me not shaving every day or whatever now i'm seeing those gray hairs just oh, okay more and, more and more and more and more and so i'm like do i need to actually color my hair even on my head i mean it's happening in the beard first which is weird um but i am noticing a couple of grays coming up on uh on top which I'm blessed because uh, I think my mom started developing gray hairs when she was in her mid-20s or mm-hmm. something, early 20s, um, and my father not long after. So the fact that I've been able to maintain a relatively healthy color to my facial uh, hair Dude, <laughs> I feel nice. like when I turned 30, like somehow magically the very next day, I noticed I had two or three white hairs on my chin. It was so strange because it was very close. Like within a week that I turned 30 is when I noticed this. And I mm-hmm. never noticed it before. I was like, what the yeah. hell? It was so strange. It was so strange. But yeah, I've got a couple white hairs. I only notice them because my hair is long. But right. I have a, I have a feeling. I don't know if I've said this before, but I have a feeling that one I will not go bald if I do it won't be until I'm maybe a hundred but I have a very good I have a feeling that I'll have a full head of hair well into you know my 70s and 80s yeah I also theorize that um I will not go gray maybe I'll have grays you know I'll have grays but I will retain the color I also believe I will live to be over 100 years old. My goal is 115. I can but totally I'm, see that. I'm thinking I could make it to 125. <laughs> I guess that, bro, shoot for the stars. Put put stock in that market. Because I don't, I, that's just that's my goal for myself. But I also like yeah. don't. I mean, you know, too, it's most noticeable when you graduate high school. And you see people a year after graduation, and you're like, bro, what the fuck happened? Why did you put on 30 or 40 pounds? Again, going back to self-control. And I understand people's bodies change when they're going into their 20s or 30s, but there is no reason to be that overweight one year after graduating high school. And it all goes back to your daily habits. And the reason I believe I will... Well, just genetics. My 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 aunt has the last time I saw her, she has like gray some gray hairs, but she's now like in her late sixties or early seventies. 
So it's a genetic it's a genetic thing too because my grandfather my grandfather passed away from cancer in 95 and he was 72 and he still had a full head of hair. And at 72 years old, he had gray hair, but it was a dark gray with some whites. It wasn't full on white hair. And I, that's why I believe that, but also just my habits, exercise and eating, also why I believe to, why I believe I will live to be for sure 100 years old. And then of course, modern medicine as, as medicine advances. Well, and, and that's the thing too, that I, I wonder about too, because you, like I said, you, you are, um, you're in my mind anyway, you're one of the gold standards for self-control <laughs> and being able to moderate your own behavior. Like you don't have to, you just choose to do it because it's the right thing to do. I don't necessarily fall into that category. And I actually have someone who, uh, you'll be interested to hear, uh, after we get off the air, I'm not going to share it here, but <laughs> of, uh, the trans, the physical transformation of certain individuals, mm-hmm. um, years after where they just stop taking care of themselves where it's just they they look like a totally different person where there's a couple of people who I um, have known very well and I would not be able to recognize them on the street literally I mean they just look like a totally different person Mm -hmm. and yeah I wonder to myself I mean I I've definitely put on a couple of pounds um, during this whole quarantine period and (laughs) <laughs> like I worry about that, especially as as now we're we're transitioning to summer, where you got to wear shorts and a t shirt mm-hmm. as opposed to <laughs> girding up all your bulky stuff. Like, oh, I am I am not wear, ready to wear shorts or t shirts right now. I I've got I've got to have a regiment of like a ninety day regiment where I actually you know eat well, uh, make sure di- dieting appropriately, so not gorging myself on like chips and stuff you like that. You know what I've noticed too is that um, because I was telling you I think a couple episodes ago one of the uh, foods that I really enjoy eating is just a spring mix salad with olive oil and salted sunflower seeds. Right. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes I'll eat I have a I have a specific bowl that I use because it's a it's a large glass Tupperware container almost the size of a dinner plate, but I use that because it's easier to stir the salad once I put the oil on, you know, because if you put it in a little bowl, you're trying to turn, you're trying to turn it, you're trying to toss it and it falls over and then it gets on the, yeah, it's a pain in the ass. And so I eat a fair amount, but what's crazy is that I will eat, you know, one, one to two bowls of this salad and it's very filling for a few hours it's extremely filling and nutritious but as far as like the density goes it's if you were to take the salad that i eat and um and compact it it's so much smaller than if you were to take a pizza you know or a sandwich from yes a famous yeah. deli and you don't have all those fats and salts and all that mm-hmm. bad shit that you would um that you would eat on a regular basis. It's just, I love, don't get me wrong. Like I said in the last podcast, love eating fast food, love pizza, love ribs, but you know, in moderation, in moderation. So, 
Right, and it's all about that self-control and just not falling into a habit of making it a, a regular daily type thing. Yeah, and I'm you, generally you, pretty you good about it. You can celebrate, but... Yeah, I'm generally pretty good. Yeah. I, it's, I usually don't go more than two weeks if I'm eating not as healthy as I should be. Right, yeah. So, I <laughs> speaking of vanity, because um, I've been doing the, uh, the, the Tuesday church services mm-hmm. for the the St. Joseph mission. I now that I'm in the office, I've got that all set up and it looks nice. What I've noticed is the way that it's set up. And I go I go this direction and I've realized compared to both directions, I don't know. I don't know if you can see it right now. I haven't really done anything with my hair, but there's like like it tends to be like much much more of a pronounced um because I've got the what is it called? Cowlick. Oh, your hair, where the well, there's a cowlick, but it's the oh the, the uh, widow's peak. Widow's peak. Thank you. So I've got the widow's peak, and so obviously the hair goes around there. But on my left side, so your right side or whatever, it's much more pronounced. And I've always given the sermons like looking in that direction or whatever, as opposed to something that I mean, when my hair is a little bit better, it's the Right side is not as there pronounced. are sides. No, for sure, people have it. People have a better side, left or right. Definitely, I've never thought about that before. I mean, I literally, I mean, until I've been actually watching myself live giving a sermon and stuff, I'm like, oh wow, it looks like I just have a massive like bald spot on my left side. Where's my right side? You yeah. know, it looks a lot more normal. But I'm like, I've never been that vain in my life before. But it's like. It's not really, yeah. I mean, it's it's not like giving a, a sermon at a pulpit where you can well, sort of orient yourself. I wouldn't say I wouldn't I wouldn't say you're being vain. I think vain is when it begins to consume you. Everybody wants to look good, you know. Everybody wants to That's look fair. good. That's fair. Whether yes. it's whether it's with your clothes or your facial features or you want to lose weight or whatever the case is, everybody wants to look good. But it's when it becomes this consuming thing that I would call it vanity and something that you should probably ease back on. So I think you're okay. I wouldn't say that you're being vain. You want to be presentable. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, and you want to present the best yes. face forward or yeah. face sideways yeah. as however however it may be. But it's weird because that is something I would have never thought about prior to all of this where it's like, what does my facial orientation look like? I'm just more curious as to how mm-hmm. it's, you know, when I change my head yeah. positioning that it just it's less distracting and it's like okay if it's less distracting for me it means it would be less distracting for other people because i notice it just because it's me mm-hmm. but i know other people there's probably that like glaring like little fucking dome going on uh, with the <laughs> widow's peak it's like you know it's not a big deal and I don't really view that as a as a primary concern, but it's just crossed my mind, which has never crossed my mind before. So mm-hmm. it's weird. Yeah, it's it's whatever. I mean, I've never thought about it until someone. I never thought about it until someone was taking photos of me and they pointed it out. They're like, "Oh, this side looks better." I think I was like, "Oh, right, you, well. you so you you know your good side?" No, I don't remember. I don't know what my good side is. I don't pay attention to that. I was you have just a one very time, symmetrical face. One time, so. one of my friends was taking photos of me, and she was like, "Oh, I think this is your better side." I'm like, oh, well, I don't know, so I'll trust you." And it, she, okay. she didn't point anything out, but it just—I mean, you're everybody has 
a side that might look slightly better at a particular angle than if you were to take the opposite side at the same angle. You know? Totally. So, I don't fucking know. <laughs> Gosh, dude, I am getting warm, bro. I can tell you, I have a, I have a method. There's one thing that I do to help keep cool. But it's Please a tell me it's not walk around naked. No, 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 no. Okay. It's a secret, but I'll tell you. It's a secret, but I'm going to tell you when, when the, when the cameras aren't rolling. <laughs> the camera stops rolling. Yeah, yeah. because <laughs> bro, enough. because it is a pretty awesome secret, but I'm not going to say anything. You're not. You're not going to. Are you going to charge people to learn no, the secret? No, no, no. You're going to no. start your own, it's own one little of the, investment no, company. No, because it's a secret that. Uh, it's a, it's a secret that that you could make fun of me for, but when you try it, you'll say, "Oh, wow, you are onto something. You are definitely on- oh, what's that? What's going on over there? You uh, getting a little warm yourself?" <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just indicating what I do to keep uh, oh. keep cool. Just just flap the flap the shirt yeah, I do a little bit. Too. Let let the oxygen. Uh, I got a couple through, methods. But- I'm I'm very curious now. You you have you have piqued uh, my interest. I'll tell you later. But one time, right. uh, when I can't remember which dog, it was one of the dogs that we had that passed away several years ago. But we walk in the house, and our dog is on the couch, and it looked like a cartoon. You know, in like cartoons, when something is dead, it's just on its back with the legs hanging up. That was uh-huh. my dog. He was on his back. With, like, his legs just sprawled out to try and keep cool. Because it was a really... Mm -hmm. Even though we had the AC going, it was a very warm day. And it was funny because you walk in and you first think, like, oh, my goodness, is he dead? Well, of course not. It's just... He just looks really funny. But he was taking a nap on his back, legs completely sprawled out. Almost like he was dead. But it was really funny. Our our dogs like that all the time. (laughs) But yeah, man, what's crazy too is that uh, when I, I mean, when I get warm in my apartment, I, I don't think I've been using the AC unit as much as I did last year this time. It's weird because I'm okay. I kind of, I don't know. I kind of like the feeling of being warm only when it gets really, really warm. Well, I turn the AC on or what I'll do. Sometimes I'll like take my shirt off, but I don't know. I kind of like it. I kind of like, I don't know, you know? Yeah, no, I, I can appreciate that. As somebody who hates the warmth, uh, I will do anything in my power to stay cool. So It just makes me feel like I'm unplugged, you know, because back in the day they didn't have AC. So it just kind of makes me feel more in tune with the earth and weather a little bit. If, and then I'll use the AC, I'll use the AC if it gets uncomfortable. But the same reason why when I'm driving around in my car, I really like having the windows down. And even when it's fairly warm outside, I'll leave the windows down. But only when it gets extremely uncomfortable do I put the AC on. Bro, I am not looking forward to this summer with old Bessie not having air conditioning. Oh, shit. Trying to drive once the state opens up. my dad in his... The last several years that he had his 1993 Buick LeSabre, the AC didn't work. And it just needed, I believe it just needed coolant, but yeah. the he didn't get it repaired because it was too expensive and it, it was an older car and he was going to be getting an, another car anyway. And so that was pretty brutal. But my brother on 
the opposite side, when he got, when he had his car, his heater didn't work. The heating didn't work oh, at all. Oh no! And so he got like this weird, strange like uh, it was this device that you could use in your car to heat the windshield. So that's what he used to keep the windshield from getting fogged up or iced over was this thing that oh. pl- that plugged into the cigarette adapter or the lighter adapter and he used that and he once I don't know if it was the heater problem or another but he once had a friend come over that was in school for automotive technology and they spent the whole day taking the car apart it was like a, to get to this one thing took several hours to do and then wow. they and then they fixed it, but then it stopped working again. And of course, his car—it was a used car—and he drove it around a lot when he was doing deliveries for Jimmy John. So stop and go, stop and go deliveries through town, you know, will obviously age the car a lot faster. Um, but yeah, man, if I had to choose one or the other, I—if I was driving in a car, I don't know if I'd rather be cold or hot. I think I'd rather be hot. No, I'd rather be cold. Really. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'll tell you this, when I lived I, in when I lived in Indianapolis and I I remember cuz that was I remember specifically in Indianapolis because that was when I had my own car. I never had my own car when I was in high school or in college. And I would oh, I, I would that. be yeah, I would be the one that had to scrape off the car and turn on the heat. And so when you're waiting for the heat um, a lot of the time, too, when you're 22 years old, you're not trying to start your day at 7 in the morning. And so no. a lot of time I would wake up just in time to brush the snow off the car. And then I would be driving to work as the car would be warming up. But it would be so cold in my car. And then a game changer for me, for whatever reason, it just never occurred to me. Victor, just wear gloves. Just wear gloves. And wow, wearing gloves in my car game changer because even the steering wheel can get really cold and the air in the car is super cold and then when i was um driving or when i was living in chicago and i would walk from my apartment to the l station which was only one block away would be terrible waiting on the l platform and then walking to work from the l stop to the hancock building for some reason i was like oh i think i'll get some gloves and a scarf why I never used gloves and a scarf before, I will never know. But oh my goodness, again, scarves totally underrated. Totally game underrated. changer. And there's so many different ways you can wear them. But the best method when it's cold outside, take the scarf, fold it in half, take the two ends, and loop it through the hole. And then, uh, and then what you do is you tuck it into your jacket, and then you got your pea coat. And you flip the flaps, and you're good to go. Perfect PSA as we head <laughs> yeah. into summer. That's how I winter. <laughs> so for next season, that's how I winter. But this nice. season, I live by the gold standard of gold bond powder, medicated, and gold bond lotion. <laughs> you too can live like me. Refreshed, cool, and practically define age. That's good. This PSA brought to you by Victor Philip Marquez. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs>